I'm Jessica Zimmerman, and this is Zimmerman Podcast. I'm a serial entrepreneur, mom to three, and professional oversharer who has spent a decade building my business and helping others do the same. From wedding floral design to business education, features in Martha Stewart Weddings and Forbes magazine, and even writing and publishing my best-selling memoir, Sleeping with a Stranger, my business has kept growing, evolving, and changing year after year, just like me. Because the best thing about building a strong business is the freedom it gives me to live a full life. And that's what Zimmerman Podcast is all about, sharing real, transparent, in-the-moment reflections about how to live a life build a business, and lead a family through the good, the hard, and the messy. That's what we're doing each week right here on Zimmerman Podcast. Welcome to the show. Hi, friends. Welcome back to Zimmerman Podcast. If you have listened to the past couple of episodes, you know that Back in October 2022, I wrote a series on my blog that you can find at jessicazimmerman.com called Following the Stars, and I thought, I need to get that on the podcast. I need to share that verbally with all of you, right? So we are cranking these out, getting one out every single day so that you can hear the whole series this week, and today I'm going to share with you Following the Stars Part 3, Staying in Comfort or Choosing Growth. So I ended yesterday's podcast on a bit of a cliffhanger, mostly because I wanted to devote today's podcast to the one part of my natal chart that changed every aspect of my life. When Brian and I explored this topic together, it's what convinced us that we needed to spend some time apart. It's also given both of us the map we needed to feel confident about our next moves. If you're going on a trip or exploring a new place, that means breaking out either a physical map your GPS, or downloading Google Maps, right? Whatever method you use, if you're trying to get somewhere new, a roadmap helps you get there. Can you make your way without one? Probably. Do you still have to travel over potholes and through winding roads regardless? Yeah. But when you have a map or a GPS, you're helped along the way. Even though you might have to travel through some rough roads, you know you're headed in the right direction. That's exactly what astrology is to me. It's a tool, a GPS, a roadmap. It's a way of getting direction for our life while navigating winding and sometimes treacherous roads. It's a help, a sign, just like Genesis 1.14 said it should be. God gave us a map, a place where God's creations, the world God created and the people God designed intersect and interact to reveal truth and give help. The Bible is another tool God gave us, but it isn't where the story ends. It continues in us and in the world each day. If this is a topic that interests you as much as it interests me, I want you to check out this book. I'm going to link it in the show notes. Buy it, read it. It's great, and it's really funny. Now back to the story. No part of astrology has been a better map leading to more unexpected but necessary destinations than nodes. N-O-D-E-S. As that first reading of my natal chart continued, my astrologer explained that we all have a north node and a south node. Our south node is our default, our comfort zone. It's the way we've learned to move around in the world, who we've had to become to survive. It's become what's natural to us. We don't have to work hard to operate out of our south node. But the north node 
she described. That's your purpose. When she said this, I felt a shock through my entire system. It was as if God himself was saying, okay, Jess, you've been trying to figure out how to get to your purpose. That purpose you felt was calling you ever since the car accident when you were three. I've seen you trying, but you keep missing it and you will continue to miss it if you don't listen to this right here because right here lies the answer. In order to live into my purpose, I needed to stop operating out of my South Node, what came naturally to me, my default, and start living into my North Node. I needed to leave comfort in order to experience growth. Sometimes I imagine the South Node like a ceiling. If we keep trying the same things, defaulting to the same ways of being in the world, we'll keep hitting our heads on the ceiling every time we try to grow. We're boxed in. But if we flip everything upside down, and give up what feels comfortable and find balance through exploring our North Node, we suddenly have access to a limitless horizon to grow and bloom. I think it helps to have real examples, so I'm going to do what I do best, which is share with you mine. <laughs> Let me tell you what I learned about my own North Node and South Node. She told me that my South Node was in Capricorn and my North Node was in Cancer. Let me break that down. Here's what that actually means. She explained that everyone has a balance of masculine and feminine energies inside them. And given my past, the independence I took on in childhood after losing my sister, the caretaker and provider role I had to take on when Brian was sick and dying, the head bitch in charge business owner paying the bills for her family, all of these required masculine energy. This became my comfort zone. I was the planner, the go-getter, the get-it-donner. I'd lost all my feminine energy. This was my south node. And when things got tough, when plans didn't unfold the way I thought they would, I turned into that masculine energy even more. So accessing my north node, my purpose, the next steps on my path toward becoming more myself would require accessing divine feminine energy, giving up independence for community interdependence, being willing to be led instead of demanding to be the leader in every situation allowing people to take care of me, and relaxing my standards for myself in work and my personal life. As she explained these notes, the truth of her words shocked me. How could the day, time, and place of my birth reveal such accurate insights into who I am and who I've become? Because these nodes couldn't have been more accurate. So, in order to get to my purpose, I need to be more feminine, not work independently, learn to work with others, be more domesticated. This did not sound fun to me at all. This was not my comfort zone. But when I looked at my South North Node and then later looked at Brian's South North Node, oh my gosh, they made so much sense. And it became so very clear that we needed some time apart to find ourselves again as individuals because being under the same roof wasn't going to help either of us become our best selves. Brian's South Node revealed that his comfort zone was dependence, mainly on me, again, out of necessity. His physical illness and then mental depression led him to lose all his masculine energy. Brian's North Node called him to step into boldness, independence, decisiveness, and assertiveness, all the things I typically took on, because... That's what our past had demanded from us. So there we were, simply repelling one another energetically. I couldn't access divine femininity 
with a partner who kept waiting for me to move our family forward and get things done. And Brian couldn't learn how to be bold and independent if I kept stepping in before he had the chance. Seeing this truth in black and white gave us permission to voice what we'd already been feeling, that to grow into our purpose, our roads needed to diverge. Who we were wasn't what either of us needed to become who we were meant to be. And while that was a painful and complicated realization, neither of us questioned that it was true. And I want to end by saying this. I just want to remind you that there is no shame in who you are in your South Node. You can't get to where you want to go without knowing where you are. And your South Node tells you where you are. Finding balance, and today I would actually change that word. I would use wholeness. Finding wholeness means using both what we're comfortable with and what's outside of our comfort zone. If you entirely abandon the traits you've picked up in your South Node, that isn't wholeness. But by identifying our South Nodes, we can become more aware of repeated patterns, and then we can choose when and how to step into those growth areas. If you're anything like me, then you might be thinking, well, how do I find this out? How do I get my South Node and my North Node? How do I identify these things? Well, if you want to read more about that, if you want to dive a little bit deeper into it, then I want you to check out this article and I'm going to link it in the show notes. Well, that's it for this episode of Zimmerman Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you next time as we continue this series, Following the Stars.